Greetings, everyone. This is the Sound Health Option Show with Richard Talk to Me Guy. And Sherry Edwards is still building the Sound Health portal one nail at a time. Not actually nails. I'm not sure what the, the, that's kind of the metaphor in the world of designing things for the web. It's kind of a nail, put up a board, write a line of code. Um, but I'm excited that the uh, Sound Health portal is now online because it makes much more sense uh, for us to be able to have access to it on online instead of computers. And it's really cool. You can go to soundhealthportal.com and check it out. There's, I think they're still giving some free sampling so you can go in and do a vocal analysis and get a report mailed to you. It's, it's going to be awesome. Well, today we have another disruptive technology, Dr. Joseph Cristiano, naturopathic doctor, talking about stem cells. But first, I have a couple of announcements. This is that point at which I say, okay, I know I say this a lot, but it's, it's true again. This is one of those shows that you're going to want to listen to again. I'm telling you now, I read the doctor's book. Really, you want to know this. And you can find this show again about half an hour after the show ends. You can go to soundhealthoptions.com, click on the radio tab, and the replay link will be there under... Uh, the Sound Health Radio, under radio, then Sound Health Radio. There we go. You'll find the page and the link there. And or you can go to any of your podcast aggregators, which means iTunes, Dogcatcher, Stitcher. Uh, Stitcher and Pocket Cast are my two favorite. And search for Sherry Edwards. And you'll find, mm, I think we're over 750 hours of shows now. But you'll find this one at the top. And I like Pocket Cast and Stitcher because it's easy to share in both of those applications because this is one of those shows that if you have somebody that you know that has a knee issue or a kidney issue or a diabetic issue or a, a, a numerous issues uh, that you're going to want to send this to because it's, it's amazing. The potential of stem cells is just stunning in a positive sense. And as I said, it's, it's very much, uh, akin to Sherry's work of being disruptive of let's think there is no box. How about that? We don't think of being in a box. There is no box. I like that much better. And it really is great, great work. And with that, I'll introduce the doctor. In the U.S., many seeking to manage their pain through medication have become addicted to opioids, leading to our country's opioid crisis. But a new world of advanced technological therapies is opening up to pain sufferers through stem cell therapies and activators, which bring quick and lasting results without negative side effects. Joseph Cristiano, MD, CNC, CNHP, is a naturopathic doctor, certified nutritional counselor, and a certified nutritional health professional through Trinity College of Natural Health. Dr. Joe has spent more than 50 years both personally and professionally, in natural health, including exercise and diet, pain management, anti-aging, stem cell therapies, and treatments. Dr. Joe has both personal and professional experience with adult stem cell therapies and activators. He addresses the significant benefits of adult stem cell therapies compared to traditional medical treatments, how stem cells are the body's natural repair crew, and what they do to heal the body why adult stem cell therapy is the treatment of choice among elite athletes. Dr. Joe joins us to talk about his new book, Stem Cell Revolution. Welcome, Dr. Joe. 
Thanks for having me on the show today. You bet. This is amazing. From Mr. Florida bodybuilding champ to naturopathic doctor to thought leader in stem cell therapies, what started the journey to stem cells? How did that, in, in all of that, how did stem cells float to the top for you, shall I say? Well, you know, I, I, my entire life I've been very physically active. As a young teenager uh, going into school and then uh, professional uh, levels of, of sports, um, I banged my body up quite a bit. And uh, one interesting thing that I dealt with, which when you're young you really don't uh, think much of it, we throw a little dirt on it and move on, was I had a chronic lower back pain, a, a condition that was con- you know, constant. And, but nevertheless, I was able to function, and, and you just live with it, and you build your body, you train, you go on and on. But over the years, it started to catch up to me, you know, and it becomes, it becomes accumulative. And before I know it, I was uh, finding myself with excruciating pain. And so from the, from the world of competitive sports, bodybuilding, powerlifting, things like that, I started to from a personal concern, maybe my own personal suffering and pain with chronic pain really uh, gave me this passion to help people be healthy and and have a real sense of what it's like to be in pain. And so uh, just by virtue of my own experience, my personal experience with these conditions really prompted me to start looking for uh, remedies outside of uh, exercise, or I should say maybe besides exercise, and I don't mean competitive exercise, but exercise, nutrition, and things like that, and see if uh, there was something that I could do to heal my body and not just treat symptoms because I was, I was a victim of, of taking medications. And, and when, you're, when, you're, when you find yourself in a condition, you find just conditions, symptoms, you go to the physician, and typically... Um, you're seeking some type of treatment or treatment options, and basically in conventional medicine, what's really what we're limited to is is either a protocol medications, short term, long term, or surgeries, and um, that none of that was working. And I thought to myself, well, I can't live this way, and I'm not going to live this way. So I, I started to delve into learning what was natural, if there was anything natural, that that uh, anyone. Uh, can uh, participate in and still benefit from. And so uh, that really prompted me to get started. And it was back in 2008. Uh, mind you now, I've been living with this chronic pain for all these years of my life and kind of uh, masking the pain and the symptoms with meds and uh, over-the-counter uh, uh, medications and things like that. And so I, I thought once I could get something that could work for me, I could then let other people know about it. But that was a big undertaking because back in 2008, um, stem cell therapy and PRP therapy and such were, were coming on the scene, and yet um, a lot here in America wasn't really um, – the FDA and things were kind of like real, real stingy as far as who can provide which therapies and the, things like that. So I ended up traveling to Honduras, uh, Tegucigalpa, of all the places, but I went to a clinic there to have stem cell treatment done on myself. So besides an advocate, obviously, I'm a, I'm a, I, I'm a, uh, a former patient of stem cell therapy, so I can really attest to the, the benefits of how it works and what you actually go through and the outcomes. And, uh, of course, for every person it's different, but I've had enough treatments to really understand this. But to, to bring the, my 
story even to to the f- front here. Six years ago, I ended up in a walker. Now, mind you, I've been wow. I've been a runner-up for Mr. America, Mr. USA. I, I I've trained my entire life, and I ended up in a walker about six years ago, and that's when I started to make my turn. But I had gone to uh, Honduras, had this treatment done, came back, and built on that uh, the therapy I had to secure a future that I wasn't surviving, but I could actually have a productive and optimum health lifestyle. And today I'm very, very healthy. I'm very physically active. I exercise every day. Um, I'm about six foot one, 235 pounds, about 12% body fat, and I exercise regularly. I'm not competitive, but I couldn't do this, and it was all coming to an end. So stem cell therapy and PRP uh, therapy that play the rich plasma really made the difference. And I've also gotten involved with uh, stem cell activation so that you can activate your stem cells because these stem cells, our stem cells, our natural genetic uh, uh, material is actually our medicine, not not medicine from conventional medicine, you know what I mean? And so that's what really prompted me. So the journey has been my entire life of living with pain, but in the last um, dozen years or so, I've really made an effort and to learn this stuff and both experience it myself and, and learn from the outcome, but also now be able to let people understand it through my book, Stem Cell Revolution, because I don't think many people understand or, or are totally aware of stem cell therapy, what stem cells are and what they do, because I think in the beginning uh, days of development, it was all about embryonic stem cells. There's a lot of pushback with you know embryonic stem cells simply because of the termination of a fetus and such. And so I think that if people do hear about stem cells, stem cell treatment and therapy, I think that comes to mind right away, and there's a bit of pushback. But I, I wanted to help people understand that, listen, there's, there's new technologies and therapies that are available as options other than and outside the box of conventional medicine. So that's really the, the, the heartbeat behind uh, writing the book, to educate people, let them know there's options that are natural that are available. For me, that was one of the exciting things about reading Stem Cell Revolution was that it really speaks to, we talked a little bit about this backstage, but the, it really speaks to the idea that given the opportunity, the body will heal itself. And I think that's one of the really exciting ideas of stem cells and and using them. One of the questions I want to ask is a, a little bit more about that embryonic, because there's a lot of, well, in the world that I live in and the, the news I read, there's been a lot of controversy about stem cell sources and embryonic stem cells and umbilical stem cells. And you know, what are the sources of stem cells and and why did it get such a bad name? And then in con- in conjunction with that, you talk, you're really talking about a whole different area, not a whole different area, but a different source of stem cells, our own bodies. Could you clarify those two? Well, the embryonic was the first treatment uh, in, in the beginning of, of this, uh, this whole type of, of treatment. And so just by virtue of having to, to terminate a fetus to, to extract the stem cells um, drew a lot of controversy. And many countries don't even allow embryonic, uh, of which we are one of them, don't allow embryonic stem cell therapy. And so that's where the, the pushback came from. But research and studies, uh, uh, as, as things were developing, got us to understand that, wait a minute, we have adult stem, cell act, uh, adult stem cells in our body. In other words, we, we, at birth we're given stem cells, and they, they basically are, are 
um, titleless. You know, they don't have they don't have a title. They become other cells in the body. And so, what happens is uh, because we have adult stem cells, now we can extract a person's own adult stem cells, prep the the uh, extractions, put them in a syringe, inject an area or areas we call them sites. And from there, the stem cells go in and do the work for healing. So we're not dealing with uh, ridding the body of symptoms only, masquerading or, or putting a Band-Aid on, but rather we're going right to the root cause. We're, we're getting tissue to repair itself, to heal itself, to avoid the unnecessary but very common surgical procedures like uh, hip and knee replacement surgeries. And so in orthopedic medicine, you're going to watch this, and it's already it's already the pendulum swinging. Uh, it's becoming a new norm. Many orthopedic surgeons are now beginning to get schooled on, on stem cell therapy and procedures because that's the wave of the future. This is not going away. You mentioned earlier about um, elite athletes and things like that and, and, and um, how they get banged up in a sport and they tear the ACL, they, they tear a, a ligament or a tendon, they're back in the field in three weeks. Well, you and I would be on crutches for three weeks and take us six months to heal normally if we ever did heal. And, and because of the understanding that now we can extract our own adult stem cells, embryonic stem cell treatment kind of has fallen in the, in the, in the shadows. Uh, I guess some are still using them, but because of the abundance of adult stem cells, it becomes more viable. It becomes more... Uh, common and, and very, very efficacious as far as the end results when a physician or a clinic will, will extract a person's own adult stem cells. And you can, they typically address, uh, extract the adult stem cells either from um, bone marrow and or adipose tissue, you know, belly fat. Mm, and I've got that. You, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, when I went through my first procedure, it's very interesting what happens, but, but when they extract from belly fat, uh, let me stop there for a moment, there's multiple hundreds of millions of more adult stem cells in adipose tissue than anywhere else in the body. And, and it's very, it, it, it's, it's hardly intrusive. And, and when I say that, I've got to pause a little bit because they do a mini liposuction. I, I can get into it in a second. But when, when they extract from bone marrow, then you have to have a, a bit of a, 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 an operation, a procedure that's more intrusive. But uh, it's interesting that when you pull or extract adult stem cells from, we'll say, uh, bone marrow, then you could uh, use that uh, once you, you, it goes in the lab and you prepare it uh, for, for um, IVs, but also for blood disorders. For example, and this is very recent, just to, just to show you how it's come back or it's advanced over the last 20, 30, 40 years, um, there was a little, a little girl, she, she had, she had a, a condition where she had a, a, an enlarged heart. Now, mind you, she, she's, uh, she's in the womb, little girl, okay? She, she's a, a, a little baby in the womb. She has a, a, an enlarged heart. And typically, uh, other than blood transfusions, they either are stillborn or they die shortly after giving birth. And so there's really nothing they could, they could do uh, for the child except for because of the understanding and applications of adult stem cells, they're able to uh, tap 
the, the mother's um, bone marrow, extract the stem cells, inject it in the umbilical cord, which would be similar to you and I having an IV, but the, uh, the fetus, of course, the baby was too small. They injected the, the uh, stem cells from the mom. They then uh, become red blood cells and uh, allowed the child to have uh, more oxygen, which, which the, the condition she had was a lack of oxygen and, and, and water swelling around uh, the, the heart tissue. And within weeks, she had a normal beating heart, and the baby's alive, was, was birthed and is alive today. So wow. it's absolutely amazing what we can do with stem cell therapy. That's coming out of, that's one example, I mean, just one example of extracting them from, we'll say, bone marrow. But adipose tissue, that's even more common because, uh, uh, Richard, today we, when we look at, you know, uh, conditions that people are dealing with, if we look at um, chronic pain, musculoskeletal system, or we look at neuropathy, pain, nerve pain, okay, nerve damage, or we look at diabetes, or we look at kidney disease, if we look at the top five, musculoskeletal pain, joint pain, joint injuries, and things like that is the most common. There's multiple millions and millions of people that are dealing with that kind of condition today, which I alluded to earlier about my own self. And so uh, extracting uh, adult stem cells from adipose tissue is, is more common because of the, uh, the point I mentioned just earlier, there's multiple hundreds of millions of stem cells in the adipose tissue. So. That, that is becoming a very, very common place today. Um, and what I've seen and in, in what I've experienced both personally and professionally and from other physicians, um, like I said, it's going to be that new norm. It's going to be a way of doing business when it comes to orthopedic medicine. When, when, here's what takes place. When a person, let's say you have a bad knee and uh, you've, you've gone the gamut. You've seen your physician, he or she gave you, you know, the protocols to follow. You've done the icing, you've done the heat, you've done the PT. You've, take, you've taken uh, anti-inflammatories, maybe even some pain meds. Um, but six months later, doc, I can't even get in out of the car. You know, it's killing me. You know, so your whole lifestyle just windows down to nothing. And so now you, you see your physician, and the physician says, well, listen, we've done all we could, which is the, which is the prelude to the end. And it's like we've done all we could and you're bone on bone. So you just got this death notice. You're bone on bone. What, are we, what can we do? And the, and the doc says, we've got to replace the, the joint. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't know any better. So you go home with this horror story and these thoughts of them slicing open your, your leg, break it, cutting off part of the bones, putting in a metal piece, sewing you back up, and we'll see how you recover. Now, I understand many people have, uh, have had successful knee replacements. I can tell you nightmare stories of people that have had it and that are having more trouble 10 years later than it was before they had the procedure. So anyway, now, now the orthopedic surgeon or the, the MD can say, listen, let's try stem cell therapy. So what they do, they have you come in, you go into their, the, the office, they do a, a blood draw because they're going to pull out, you know, they're going to they're gonna pull four or five vials of blood. Okay, so they draw some blood. They prep that, they spin it, they separate the platelets and, and the growth factors, but then they're also going to do a mini liposuction. And, the, and it's not a cosmetic procedure, so, you know, got to hold your stomachs in. <laughs> but anyway, they go in and they may, they may pull out, and, and this is going to vary. This will vary from one clinic, one doctor to another, but we'll say up to 50 cc's of, of, uh, of fat, good old adipose tissue. 
and and from there they they put it in their lab right there on the on the site. By the way, this is a um, kind of a um, uh, outpatient scenario, so it's very simple. It's a couple hours, you're you're in and out, but they 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 have the fat in the in the lab and they start separating uh, the stem cells. And once they separate the stem cells, they they uh, put it in into uh, they're prepped into syringes. Now, because we're talking about the knee, they're going to now inject uh, directly into the area uh, that is damaged. Now, we've been told, the patient's been told that you're bone on bone. And so we, if, if we're not sure what that means, that's, that's an, an area where cartilage has been worn off, and now bones, of course, are, are touching bone on bone when there's compression on the joint. And so it's like kind of like striking a match. Every time you move, it's like that irritation, it's inflamed, and there we go. So uh, what happens are two things. Um, almost immediately, and when I say almost immediately, I, I'm, I'm talking about from hours uh, while you're there, for the next 24 to 48 hours, nearly all the pain will dissipate and be gone because the, the mesenchymal uh, stem cells, uh, I call them anti-inflammatory uh, bombs. And what they do is they put out the fire. They, huh. You actually feel whole again. You, you can move around. You have no pain or very, very, very little pain. You're not on medications, but you're not healed yet. So you, you just have to be precautious and, and move along. But uh, you're up and out. They send you home, maybe give you a, a heat wrap for the day. and you know. Uh, but over, over time, and I'm talking about days, weeks, and months to follow, the stem cells that have been injected into that, into that capsule are now attaching to the beta cells of the remaining cartilage, okay? Not all the cartilage is peeled off the bone, right? So now, over time, uh, besides them uh, uh, attaching and starting to grow new tissue, the, ad the adult stem cells are multiplying. So if out of that uh, 50 cc's of belly fat, they got we'll say 50, 100 million cells, you're going to have multiple hundreds of millions of stem cells, your own stem cells multiplying in that area to heal it. And over time, it'll heal that cartilage because it's new growth, and you never had to have the, hip, the knee replaced. And so it's, it's absolutely fascinating to see that we carry our own remedy within us in, in the, in the, in, by virtue of our own uh, natural cellular repair crews, the stem cells. Wonderful. I have a. I was. I have to interject this question because I have that. I have a separate question, but I have to ask this first. I have that very friend who went and actually had bilateral knee replacements. So at this point, and she's been. Ha this was three or four years, maybe five years ago, and she's still having pain to this day because of everything that we could talk about. But she's sure. having pain. Do you feel that it? that she, if she had stem cell injections, she could actually still get benefit from the stem cell injections, even though they've removed parts and put in metal parts, that it would help the condition? The, 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 the problem that, uh, uh, we'll say a person that has well, metal, uh, in her case, you know, the, the replacement for the, for the knees, but a person yeah. that may have screws uh, in their back, you know, from, from an injury to their spine and things like that, mm -hmm. um, you can't repair any of, the, of what the metal has done and is doing it, it, it right it, you can't the, the problem though is or the or the what we want to do is be able to um continue to um stimulate 
activate stem cells. That if we could do that, then what what the body and this would be systemically speaking, then what we can do is uh, and the body will do this naturally. We'll produce more and more stem cells, which is the healing factors. Okay, but to to inject directly into that joint, it, it, they probably couldn't go right into, of course, the metal area, obviously, but surrounding areas. But you, we've got to understand that there are stem cells there, and um, if we if we didn't have the initial uh, procedure, the stem cell therapy, then then we're 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 in a, we're dealing with nothing but damaged tissue and then artificial right. uh, material. So uh, I would personally have have a treatment done. It, it may be PRP, uh, which is platelet-rich plasma, which carries some stem cells with it, but it's very healing, and it may reduce the inflammation that they have from the pain. Okay. Um, you know, you know it, I, I'm giving you an, a couple examples, and you know as well as I do that we all respond differently. Some people can have, one, two people can have the same condition, go in and have the very same treatment, of course using their own stem cells. One come out more favorably than the other. Mm-hmm. Healing is, you know, it, it, it's multiplicity. You have more factors, their, their, their immune system, their, their overall condition, and so on, any underlying conditions and things like that. But for me, I would I would say, and I do have done this myself, is is take stem cell activators, and the reason for that is it activates my own stem cells. And so, uh, when you have specific stem cell activators, then you can target various areas in the body uh, with the stem cell activators, which actually heal either uh, damaged stem cells that can't do their job in that healing tissue. Or they, or they, it, because they rejuvenate them, and once they rejuvenate uh, the adult stem cells that are, well, I'll say, uh, misfiring or, or they're not firing optimally, they rejuvenate them and they start doing their job again, and that's healing. So for me, for example, uh, uh, from all the years of training, and I still exercise, but all the years of training, really did some damage to the uh, ligaments and uh, uh, cartilage in my shoulders from all the pressing and things like that. Uh, I never had to have stem cell therapy in my shoulders. I've had them in my back, my neck, and my hips. But for my shoulders, when I take stem cell activators, what it does, it reduces the pain in, my, in the ligaments, in the tendons, because they're targeted for connective tissue, one of the 26 that I mentioned in the book. And so I don't have to go through a procedure to do that. Those are just simple drops that, that activate, and they're powerful, but they're harmless. And so... Uh, the beauty, uh, and of course it's in the book, but the beauty of, of this, these technologies and therapies is that we can circumvent uh, the old standards or the old procedures, the old norms, with, with the new norms, whether it's, you know, what we're talking about, stem cell therapy or PRP or activate our own adult stem cells uh, and, and forego the, that unnecessary surgery or maybe a, a long-term protocol of medications. Uh, so it would behoove anyone, uh, and, and we're living longer. I mean, let's face it, we're living longer. Uh, you know, the economists say, are you prepared financially for another 15 years? You know, well, I say, are you prepared? Have you, are you preparing your health for living another 15 years? You know, there's a difference between having optimum health, health or in survival. And so uh, I think these, these therapies are so exciting to me, and I see so many people getting great results. There is a downside to stem cell therapy, and it's the cost. 
you know, it's, it, it's, it's unfortunately right now the insurance, let's say, how do I be nice? The insurance companies and legislation <laughs> has not allowed or accepted this procedure uh, yet to be covered. And so it's out of pocket. And unfortunately, it's, it's a, it's a, you're paying for a Mercedes, you know. So a therapy, I will say one site, as I was mentioning earlier, maybe when it comes to maybe a knee, if, if they go in and inject one site, not to multiple sites, but one site, it could start at 5000 dollars a pop it could be eight thousand it depends on the clinic and believe it or not if you have multiple sites some physicians will give you two two for one or the second one's half price it it depends on the on the clinic but so it it is a bit expensive Uh, prp therapy is is much less but still it's it could be anywhere from eight hundred dollars to a thousand dollars a shot and so that's that's pretty expensive but the other side of that coin, even though I'm given the negative side to this, and it's real, so I'm just being real here, is you normally don't need any more stem cell treatment, okay? It isn't mm-hmm. like, well, let's see how this one does, and we'll go from there. Generally, if it's done properly, your body will heal because we're not medicating and come back. Well, we'll start you off on so many cc's of chemo, and then if it doesn't do the job, we'll just bump it up a tote and then try it again. If that doesn't, you know, and then the patient is dead. Here, we're going to heal the tissue, and you shouldn't have to come back. And if you do, you probably would come back once. So, you know, it's funny. Some people can't afford the car they're driving, but they found the money to do it. You know, if we <laughs> so somehow people can find the money to, to do the treatments. But I'm hoping, and legislation is starting to bend towards this, where they're, they're looking at how they can accept stem cell treatment uh, as, as a, as a uh, bona fide treatment. Because it's still, unfortunately with the FDA, it's still testing. You know, it's still, it's not bona fide. But you talk to many of the stem cell patients that have had treatments, and they have, they have they've regained their life back. So... You know, then we go from anecdotal to all that garbage, and before you know right. it, yeah, right. I don't. We're going to take wanna... a. We're, I have a follow-up question, but we're going to take a short break for our sponsor, so we'll be right back. Soundhealthportal.com. The body's vocal indicators move with every frequency set that goes from your brain to any part of your body. We have a doctor, Russ Rudy, who came to us on a scooter. He had multiple sclerosis frequencies of its nerves were dead from the waist down. I'm speaking as a physician and a patient. Uh, I went down the medical road first. I didn't get any answers that were acceptable to me. You know, when they hear something like, I'm going to listen to you speak, and I'm going to analyze, and I'm going to play tones for you and make you better, it just sounds so foreign to what we're expecting. And it took us from November of one year to May of the next, and it regrew the nerves from his waist down. So now we can believe it because it was science. I've seen it work in so many cases. I'm proof of it. I mean, nobody, nobody five or six years ago would expect me to be doing what I am today. Join us at soundhealthportal.com. So things that are out there that we don't have very good treatment for, why shouldn't they be allowed to try something different? It amazes me as I listen to that how just change some of the wording and that could be about stem cells. Sure. Really, I hadn't thought about exactly. that until I just listened. I was like, wow, this sounds like an ad for stem cells. It's amazing. <laughs> um, so we have adult stem cells in our bodies. What 
what happens to them that they're either damaged or we don't either have, I'll put in air quotes, enough? Is it we're is it that we're living too long or is that our total toxic load is knocking them some out? And I'm, when I say toxic load, I mean environment, emotion, what we eat, glyphosate, you know, all of that. Why do we need to take stem cells out of our adipose and get them back into our body? What, what in our system, is there something in our system that's gone awry that we're not self-healing? That's really my question. You hit, you hit the nail right on the head. All of the above. And what happens is this, we have signal, uh, our cellular uh, signaling or signaling uh, communication, and that's how our cells operate. And, and over time, um, trauma, could be physical trauma, could be emotional trauma, sickness, disease, environmental pollutants, and on and on, the, the message or the signaling, the communication gets distorted like static on a phone. And so one cell is not getting the message from the other, the communication, and therefore a condition remains, uh, uh, it, it becomes a nagging condition or a chronic condition. And so, of course, the body's then sending up these the symptoms, and that we go in and from a conventional medicine approach, we treat the symptoms, we manage the symptoms, but we're still experiencing at the cellular level this uh, lack of communi- cellular communication or signaling. And so... Uh, the, the cells can't do their job uh, that well. When they're extracted and they're prepped and they go back in, now they're revitalized, okay? And so now we have, we have a, 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 a team of, of, of healthy uh, linemen and running backs and quarterbacks and, and receivers instead of banged up. And so the body then can experience um, a full influx of, of of uh, repair, a repair crew coming and doing their job. That's why stem cell activation is so so uh, is very efficacious because it does that for the person as well. So, but time, aging. I don't know if we're too old because stem cell uh, patients uh, in their 90s. Or I should say this way: people that are in their 90s have had stem cell treatment and done well. Uh, we were talking earlier about you know, extracting our own adult stem cells, preparing them in the lab, and then um, injecting them into joints, knees, back, hips, neck, whatever. But you can also um, have a treatment where, uh, through as an IV, and that's more systemic. And that's pretty, that's very amazing to me because you can treat uh, COPD, you can treat Crohn's, you, uh, you can treat diabetes, uh, cancers. It's, it's just amazing because because the, these cells are, are as I mentioned earlier, they're, they're, they're not specialized. Uh, adult stem cells are just stem cells. They're just a cell, and they haven't had yet a, um, a significant or specific job assigned to them. But once they, they are injected, then they, they become, um, they become a, another cell. So if in a, let's say, an IV scenario, uh, as these little Pac-Men are traveling through the body systemically, when they're coming across uh, damaged tissue, they become that tissue. They become that cell, and they start repairing it. That's why, uh, 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 in one case, in fact, the doctor, that his name, he's a German uh, stem cell uh, scientist. He's in my book, Dr. Helmut. He, he worked uh, with a patient that was stage 4 Crohn's. They, he was given three months, four months to live. The guy was in his uh, late 60s, and... Uh, he had treatment done. They did a, an IV. They, they injected his own adult stem cells, 
And uh, it was about six months later that Dr. Helmut ran into him in a restaurant. Now, six months later, this, this bird was told he was dead in three months. And uh, hmm. he, was, he saw him, and not only was he in the restaurant eating, he was eating burgers and fries. <laughs> and, and, and Dr. Helmut <laughs> said, what are you eating that for? He says, for 30 years I couldn't eat this stuff. So uh, here he had been, he was spending thousands of dollars a month on medications for, for his Crohn's, and he was on a death sentence. And it was not helping him. And then the final, the final uh, analysis was, you got three months to live. So his own stem cells, wow. properly extracted and injected, saved his life and gave him life on top of it. So pretty cool stuff. And how do, is it that the stem cells that are injected in the IV are like seals seeking anchovies? I mean, how do they, how does that part of the system work in terms of the, is the, is the damaged cell sending out a signal that the stem cells are receiving, or they're just really missiles looking for damaged areas? They have some sort of, I don't know, hormone, or I'm not sure what the wording would be. But how it's does it know that it, it, it... Go ahead. Because of lack of signaling. Ah. The, so, okay. so when they're traveling, and now I don't know exactly how... I don't know if anyone truly understands the phenomena to this, but as they're, as they're, as they're going systemically throughout the body... Their signals and and they attach they're attaching to the the miss signal. It, it's it's like a beta attachment that that uh, is I, I'm, I'll use the term magnetic just for simplicity. So they mm-hmm. they will they won't attach if there's not a problem. But the ones where there's damaged cells, that's where they attach, and that's where they start healing. Because if you're medicating, you're not doing anything at the cellular level. In fact, you're causing more toxicity buildup, and you're even causing the patient more problems. And, right. and so that, that's how this, I mean, it's, it's, it's just phenomenal. That's why I, I'm so excited, uh, enthused to let people, I know my book's very simplistically written, but you need to understand it at a, at a stem cell 101 level so that you, could, you know that if you're in pain or you have a loved one in pain and you've done everything, and believe me, I deal with people every day of the week, we've done everything, we tried it, nothing's working, um, to let them know that there's there's more options available and they're all natural. They're, they're t- we've learned that genetically speaking, we can take our own genetic material, extract it, prep it, and re- and put it back into us and heal the body. We're talking about healing. We're not talking about treating symptoms. We're talking about healing conditions. Right. And, and my mother, same thing. You know, 90 years old, uh, she didn't have stem cell therapy. She took stem cell activators. 90 years old. Here's the story with her. She she had been a diabetic for 18 years. She had failing kidneys. The, the, her physician told her that you tell your your family prepare yourselves for going on dialysis. Well, the, first of all, I wouldn't put a 90 year old on dialysis because it's a death sentence right there. Been very very painful. But uh, I uh, he says your your kidneys are under 25 percent function and they're they're continually uh, decreasing. Yet She's been on all this medication, okay? So she's panicking, and, and she's been a diabetic. So I said, Mom, I want you to do two things. I want you to take the activators for your kidneys and the activators for your pancreas, for the sugar. So she did religiously, day in and day out. Four months, three or four months later, she has some more blood work done. She's, she calls me. She's totally excited. She says, 
she called me Joey, okay? I let you in on that part of me. <laughs> she <laughs> says, Joey, she goes, here's what happened. I, I saw the doctor that wanted me to go on dialysis, and he says, Helen, I, I don't know what's going on, but your kidneys are improving. So let's just forego the dialysis for right now. We'll just see how you're going to do. They had a, the other physician had to drop her insulin by, by um, 50%. Couldn't tell you how exciting lady my mother was. Two and a half years later, at 92 and a half, she finally passed, which was last year. And she had, she had started having dementia and things like that. But she got two and a half more years of, of good life. My mother used to wash her own car in her driveway and, and mow her own lawn. So that's this 90-year-old woman I'm talking about, okay? And, and when I saw that, I thought to myself, that's crazy. This is a 90-year-old person on the way out. What about a person that's 60 or 40 or 50 and, and so on? When she was dying, and I'm going to share this with you, Richard, um, and I'm talking about the last three, four, maybe five days, all her vitals were shutting down, and I'm the eternal optimist. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm bringing to her, she doesn't realize this, I'm bringing uh, stem cell activators for her kidneys. And every 24 hours they took blood work, and the internist and I sat down, we reviewed the uh, reports. Everything was shutting down. But her kidneys... The numbers were drop, dropping, uh, improving, okay? And the internist said, I, I don't, I've never seen this in my life. She's, she's on her way out, and, and all her vitals are, are, are dropping, but her kidneys are improving. It doesn't make any sense. I didn't tell the doctor, but I knew what was going on. So, and my mother didn't even realize it, so it's not a placebo. And I thought, this is just absolutely amazing stuff. And so when I, when I had written the book, I had this in mind to let as I mentioned before, let people know, listen, don't, here's what happens. You know, when you're banged up, when you're in excruciating pain 24-7, if you're having chronic pain or you have a condition, diabetes, or you have kidney failure or whatever, and you're medicating and medicating, nothing's getting better. It's, you start to lose hope in life. And in life, we should live it to its fullest, at least the best we can, but that robs us of that. And so I wanted people to understand, listen, um, don't give up hope. There's other options available. And so um, I, can't, I can't say that enough because I hear this, my, and, and the women that work in my office, the, the horror stories that people are going through, and it's not just hearing the, the stories of, of the pain and the agony, and it's not just always the patient. It's, it's the spouse that's uh, taking the caretaker that is worn down as well because it never got better. My wife had a – listen, I told you um, – Six years ago, I was in a walker. My wife had to tie my sneakers for me because I couldn't bend that far. I'm this athlete guy, man. I'm this, I'm the strong fitness guru, and I can't bend down to tie my own shoes. And so mm-hmm. she was worn out. And, and so I guess maybe from the suffering, I have the passion to help people be healthy and out of pain the best I can. And I really think where we are today in the development and advancement in the technologies and therapies like stem cell treatment and therapies, PRP and adult act- stem cell activators, people have a, have a be- can have a better grip on their own life. And I, I really mean new life, not, not a Band-Aid so they feel good for a couple of days, but I mean healings that the body undertakes that, that are permanent. And so it's, it, to me, it's, it's, you're going to see this become much bigger than it is today. That's very exciting. I, I want to jump back ever so slightly. Uh, you've mentioned uh, PRP therapy a couple of times. 
Would you talk a little bit more about that? And then I want to go back to stem cell activators. But just give us an idea of what uh, platelet-rich plasma is and what the protocol is and why that also has a great place in all of this. I'll give you an example, a personal example uh, from training in, in, you know, the cervical spine, excuse me, our our neck. Um, I had uh, a disc that was being, uh, that slipped out uh, and it was, it was pinching a nerve and it was, it was um, causing uh, radiating pain all the way down my left shoulder, bicep, tricep, down to my fingers. People have, many people have this when they have a, a, a subluxation or something going on in their spine. And so I, I went to a, a, a neurologist, and, and so they sent me to uh, have MRIs, and they explained what I had. And they said, we can't do anything for you. You need surgery. Well, I wasn't going to ha- about to have surgery, but 24-7 I had this, this radiating, excruciating nerve pain. And anybody who has neuropathy or nerve pain knows what I'm talking about. There was no release. And so I went to a, a, a doctor who was, uh, who was known as a stem cell uh, research uh, physician down in Miami, Florida. And he, he, he put me through a couple of tests, and he says, you don't need surgery. So if you want surgery, I can recommend a good surgeon, but I, I would suggest you do PRP first. I said, okay, explain it to me. So he did, and what they typically do is they, they do a blood draw. And they might have taken out maybe four or five um, uh, tubes. You know, they might have taken four or five, uh, uh, maybe it was even more than that. And so what they do, they put in a, a, a centrifuge and they spin it high speed, and it separates the, the plasma and the, and the growth factors. And uh, if you see them in the vials, you, you'll see it's like separated. It's a, it's a color distinction between the platelets and, and the plasma. And what they do is they, they uh, then they put it in, in the uh, syringes. And so you inject it in the joint, in joints where that, uh, where that nerve was being pinched. And he told me, he said, it's, mm-hmm. going, to take, it's going to take about 60 days for this, to, this pain to go away. And I said, well, that's, all, you know, that's a long time. He said, just, and he gave me some things to do, massage and things like that. And so I endured, for, and believe me, almost to the day, the pain was gone. I went back to the surgeon, and he wanted to know if I wanted surgery. And I says, I don't have any pain left. It's gone. He goes, well, what would you do? And he said, I said, I, I, I told him, a PRP treatment. He had never heard of it, but yet he was a, he was a, a, a surgeon. And so, uh, so when a person has an injury, like we mentioned before, uh, even with the knee, it doesn't it, knee, back, shoulder, elbows, it doesn't uh, matter. Uh, platelet-rich plasma is is very very potent. It's again, it's your own growth factors, your own plasma, and they do have they do have an element of, of stem cells in it as well. So, but it's it's very it's it's excellent for reducing inflammation and starting the healing factor, uh, or has a healing factor that starts a healing process. So. Um, I've had I've had it in my spine as well. I've, I've had two back surgeries, so I've been banged up through the years. So I understand this, and uh, it's not. I wouldn't say it's it, it, it's very efficacious. I, I would just say that stem cell therapy is is, you know, that's the big daddy. You know, that that's if if you can afford stem cell therapy and you need it, and can afford it, I, I would opt for that. Uh, some people, you know, uh, it it depends on the condition. It depends how, how chronic it is, and it also depends how severe it is, you know. Sometimes uh, a, per, a, a clinic or a physician may 
after doing stem cell therapy or having a treatment done, uh, might have you come back a month uh, or two months later to have a PRP treatment, and they, they refer to it as adding fertilizer, a little fertilizer <laughs> to the stem cells that are added just to enhance the growth mm-hmm. and healing factors. Mm-hmm. So you can go either way with you can go just with PRP as a just as the the treatment itself, or you can use it in conjunction as a like a companion uh, treatment uh, therapy with the stem cell therapy. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm going to move slightly to the side for a moment because I now I have a personal question. Uh, well, first I want to say that I think it was chapter four uh, that was a. The book is worth chapter four, if that's the correct chapter, which is a great compendium of talking about conditions and protocols. Yeah. It was a, it was a, it was an amazing gathering of here's a condition, here are the possibilities. Here's a condition, here are the possibilities. And stem cells and PRP is in there, and I possibly I think I heard a couple of prolotherapies in there as well. But I mean, yeah. it's a great gathering of information. The book is worth that alone, let alone really getting you to fully, you know, relate to the idea of stem cells, having our bodies heal ourselves. It's a shocking concept. Mm-hmm. Um, but my personal question is, I think it was in Chapter 4, you mentioned something about stem cell therapy for bone spurs, which I believe at this moment I am battling with a bone spur in my right heel. So can you walk us as, a, as an example? <laughs> can you walk me through the idea of that? What do I do for the bone spur in my right heel? Well, there's a, how long have you had it? Um, I would say a couple of months. Noticeably, um, a couple, a month, uh, really noticeably, a month. Have you had Have you had your uric acid tested? No, I haven't. You know, I'll, I'll tell you how I've worked with many patients with, and I'm talking about not just older folks, not referring to you, but older folks who have bone spurs. Um, mm-hmm. Had them in their spine, their neck, their heels. I had an Olympic skier, or I'm sorry, skater, who was trying out for the Olympics. And uh, she couldn't do the, the axles. She couldn't spin and jump and come down because her bone spur was getting worse. And they recommended surgery. I, um, I have this myself. It's on my website, but you can get this at a health food store, uh, liquid uh, trace minerals. I've, I've put more people with bone spurs on liquid trace minerals. I bump up the amount. And over time, it dissolves the bone spurs. I've had it for myself. I have, have uh, had one in my toe, my right toe, and uh, when I bump it up, I take a, I take a, a normal daily dose, okay, of, of trace minerals. But when I bump it up, because I, I can tell it, I, uh, maybe my uric acid is, is elevated or whatever, uh, it, it's gone in 30 days, and it, it remains gone. So uh, we're probably, you may be really depleted with trace minerals. Now, I don't know that for sure, but that's one way. Um, uh, you can certainly take medication, but we're not going that way, correct? Yeah. <laughs> no. But that that would be a very uh, uh, a very um, simple approach to that. Um, but you can you can get um, a PRP treatment for that. Hmm. You can have a PRP treatment for bone spurts. Okay. But again, again, I I would before I'd even consider that I I would I would consider uh, loading up on trace, liquid trace minerals because they're very, very concentrated. Not, we're not getting them in our bodies. Our body's not manufacturing them, and our source of it is 
I wouldn't take it in capsule either. I would, I would take liquid concentrates, you know. Right, and, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Thank you. And would you, uh, speaking of prolotherapy, not necessarily for this situation, but would you, uh, so talk a, talk a little bit about prolotherapy. Explain this, but I'm going to answer the question, uh, ask, ask the question first. Do you think that there's a time where prolotherapy in combination with stem cell activators is good because the prolotherapy will give some immediate relief, and then in the meantime you'll get some long-term benefit and healing from using stem cell activators? If, if money is not the issue, I would do the stem cell treatment because you're going to get immediate relief with stem cell okay. treatment. Prolotherapy, you're going to get uh, – it depends. You, you may need quite – a, a, a numerous uh, amount of, of uh, treatments with prolotherapy because of the dextrose, you know, uh, in the sugar that they use, it's kind of, it kind of, uh, it does, re- it does reduce some of the inflammation. But I've had prolotherapy, I've had more than 50 injections in one day wow. with prolotherapy, and it did nothing for me. Hmm. But I've had stem cell therapy, and instantly, well, when I say instantly, I'm talking about, as I mentioned earlier in the show, you know, over days and weeks. The healing, the healing factor took took place, but the inflammation was gone in, in a few days. So, if money's not an issue, I, I would. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not putting the the prolotherapy down because there is a place for it, but not either, not either or or looking for uh, you know an anti-inflammatory rea- response. I, if that's the only concern and money's not an issue, I would do the stem cell treatment or, or PRP mm-hmm. over hmm. prolo. Okay, that's my viewpoint. And do we have to? We're, we're sort of we're not at the end of the show, but we're coming around that corner. Do we have to come to Florida to see you? Are there other practitioners that you're working with? Are you training doctors to do this? How do we find? Do we find people in our own areas? Is it a nationwide approved uh, therapy? All those kinds there's, of questions. There, there's stem cell uh, clinics and, and physicians all over the United States. I mean, uh, globally. I have what I'm doing for people is serious. I'm helping them. Uh, I, I have a uh, uh, I have another website too, and it's 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 stemcelldocs.net. And and what it is, I send people to it, and they contact me, and and I'm uh, putting together this this mapping for people with credible stem cell doctors. Uh, in their particular area. Now, it's not going to be in every city in the United States, but somewhere in their state uh, so that they can contact the physicians themselves. I, have, I work uh, closely with uh, two doctors here in the state of Florida, and um, I recommend, and some people will travel, uh, some people can't afford to. So I am making that available. It's in my book. They can read that or um, they can contact us, and we, we try to locate the, or we are starting to locate positions for a, a potential stem cell patient that's looking for a stem cell doctor. That's exciting. I have to go now to go look up on the list and see if I can find a doctor in California. <laughs> <laughs> that's very exciting. Um, and how do people, what's the sort of typical intake or process if somebody, let's say somebody does come to you, and I was, I'm guessing this is going to be similar with all stem cell therapists. But what is sort of the procedure when somebody comes in to have a visit with you? Is there a large intake? Is it a, is it a lengthy process? What is the process of wanting to do stem cell therapy? When, when a, when a, um, 
when a patient is looking to have stem cell treatment, they'll undergo uh, a questionnaire, just get histories and everything else, maybe even some uh, uh, any any um, uh, X-rays or MRIs, depending on the condition. And then then they're then they're prepped uh, if they're healthy enough to to have it. In other words, they're looking at the their history, their medical history, and and, and so on. Um, then, then they're prepped right then. Uh, they set up an appointment. They, uh, there's a staff that, that gets them ready, do the, do the blood draws, and if they're doing uh, uh, the stem cell, they'll do a, a lipose procedure. It probably takes uh, three, three hours. It could be four. After, after the procedure is done, and believe me, it's, it's not a whole lot. You, you know, when you go, if you go to a lab to have your cholesterol done, you know, you do a, have a blood draw. Well, that's it. Well, you're sitting around waiting, and then they prep it, and then they have you go into another room, and then they inject, uh, and then that's over. The injection, I think the actual procedure takes five minutes. It's over. It's an, in, it's an outpatient procedure. You, you could, the patient could be wrapped with heat, heat uh, uh, blankets just, just to, to uh, soothe the area. But um, there's no, when, when a patient leaves uh, after having a treatment, they're not in, they're not in pain from the, sur- the there's no surgery, okay. So they're not in there's no surgical pain or things. Might have a bandage over where the inject where the injection was, you know, typically from any lab, and uh, they're on their way. And then there's just follow up to see how how they're doing. Wow, it's so as basic. a patient, it's so basic. It's so yeah. It back goes back to my theme of you know the body healing itself is really yes. Wow. Given the chance, yeah. it will do it. Just give us a chance. Yeah. Um, regarding, let's say somebody is working on an inflammatory issue, although it seems nowadays that everything is inflammatory-based, but let's say you had a joint issue and you were on medication, would the medication fight with the stem cells, so to speak? Does, it, does, this, does the medication, this is a trickier question, but does the medication confuse the issue because of what the medication is doing in terms of blocking or now how medication will do? Let's say you but, are but, taking an opiate. Does that confuse the stem cells or block its effectiveness? No, it, because that, that's blocking the neural pathway, you know, from, from the, the, the injured or damaged area to the brain and, and from the brain to the injured area. The, the stem cells are, are going right to, the, right, right to the beta cells. Okay, so it's it's that really doesn't interfere. In fact, you'll probably find out you you, you really don't need them. That's the beautiful thing about it, uh, that you wouldn't need the opiates because um, you're no longer in pain. That's the beautiful thing about stem cell therapy. You, you have wow. the, you have it's like a double you get a double dose. You get one for knocking out the inflammation, and the other part of it is the healing factor. Right. They can get it in my book. The, uh, the book kind of breaks it down in a simple way for them. Of course, in the back of the book, I talk about lifestyle, which I think is the underlining factor. I don't care what therapy a person takes. If, if, if they can improve their, their um, lifestyle, you know, eating, exercise, uh, and on and on, uh, they have a better chance of long-term optimum health. Just yeah. shocking, I say. <laughs> Nutrition, <clears throat> health, attitude? Oh, yeah. my God. Wow, you're such a radical. It's really true, though, and and the book is a really good uh, good read. Uh, as I say, just chapter four, the correct it's, chapter. It's loaded with all these conditions and and what caused them, the symptoms, the condition, the root cause, and what kind of treatment. And I list 
many natural treatments so that people can can identify maybe with what they're going through. Because in the book, then you know, I talk about of course stem cell treatment and PRP, and then also stem cell activation. And right. if you don't mind, I could tell them where to get the book. Would you please? Yes, okay? yeah. That was my yeah, next my, question: it, is how do people find your information and find the book? Thank you. One one long word: bodyredesigning.com. Bodyredesigning.com. And and they can email me. And believe me, I'm on email all the time. And I I do a lot of consultations, email. So if they want to connect with me, I'm I'm available. If I can't get to them in a day, I'll get to them in the second day or the third day. But I, I'm I'm in it all the way, Richard. <laughs> This is my passion to help people get healthy and, and pain-free. That's exciting. And, well, and I can tell from having read the book that you really are driven in a positive sense. I mean, you're really possessed, and I mean that in such a good way, about this as a life-changing possibility yeah. and really giving our body the opportunity. That's why I'm really drawn to it because it is really, as I said, it relates to, for me to Sherry's work, is it really is about giving the body the opportunity to do what it can do and in this case, we're taking our own stem cells. Yeah. Wow. Our own genetic um, material. So, yeah. you know, seeing it going from theory, now evidence-based, makes me want to shout from the rooftop, you know, listen, folks, there's, there's hope, you know, and it's all natural, and it's healing. It's for healing, not for, you know, putting the Band-Aid on the problem. It's the new norm mm-hmm. going forward. All right. Thank you, Dr. Joe. That was really great. I knew it was, having read the book, I knew it was going to be a good conversation. But, I mean, it really is so exciting that the idea that we can really, given the opportunity, heal ourselves and, yeah. you know, the side effect is health. Oh, my God. Not that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Longevity. That's yeah, so exciting. Really? So, you know, I, I tell, I, I'll tell people this, Richard. I tell them, listen, you, you may not be healed yet, but remember, you're walking in your healing. When you start to do these things from a mental perspective, it's not over. You're just walking through your healing. It's not, you're not there yet, but you're getting the tools in which to get you to complete the journey and be healthy that's, and be pain-free. That's great. Thank you so much, Doctor. That was Richard, great. Thank you Everybody, for having me. It was my pleasure. You bet. Thank you. Everybody Bye-bye. have a great rest of the week, and we'll see you next week. Everybody, bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.